Okay, so uh, everything should be fine now. Sorry, you can't see me. Um, but I'm sure you can hear me now. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to a new platform that is completely free, that I don't own, but was introduced to me by Mubarak. So thank you, Mubarak, for introducing this platform. So um, I hope everyone's well and... Um, you have a microphone available and maybe a camera. If you do, you'll be able to use it. If not, you can use the chat box. So first off, um, let me know how you are. So how are you? Are you working? I imagine that most of you are teachers. So uh, do you currently work or is school closed? Well, actually, not everything. Um, you can also um, speak. Let me um, give all of you the opportunity to speak. So all you have to do is unmute your mic and you'll be able to speak. So uh, you can write in the chat box and you can also uh, speak. This is a very informal meeting. So um, you don't have to feel that you have to follow any kind of procedure. So, yes, I see that Mike says the school is closed. How do you feel about that, Mike? Um, and how do others feel about the fact uh, that uh, in many countries, schools are closed? Feel free to grab the mic. In order to grab the mic, all you need to do is um, accept the invitation to speak. So Muhammad says, uh, illustrations for the one holds the microphone. Illustrations. Okay, there, I hear someone. Can you speak up? Hi, Mubarak. Yes, of course, Nice your voice. I don't see you, but I but your voice is familiar. Well, I think that, um, thank you, Mubarak, and thank you, everyone, for being here. I think the first, and I guess you're all coming from your homes uh, since school is closed, I think the first thing that we really have to uh, take into account before we discuss technology is how we feel, how teachers feel, and if we can understand our feelings about the situation and the fact that uh, many schools are closed, is how the students feel before thinking of what tools you're going to use. How do you think your students feel? If you can understand your feelings and their feelings, I think it'll be a lot easier to come up with the tools to connect. Um, many teachers confuse 
um, teaching remotely with giving assignments. And they often forget that what's more important than giving assignments, because doing assignments on your own is pretty lonely. I mean, the kids don't have, or the adults, the students, don't have friends to work with. They're all alone with the assignment. And that makes it really lonely and maybe not very pleasant. So it doesn't matter what tasks you give them. We have to be there. And the more you connect with your students, whether it's through WhatsApp, which I'm going to ask you because that's how I connect with my students. How many of you use WhatsApps, for example, with your students? Okay, so if you could just add in the chat, because I think that's the first thing that uh, we need to do. We need to try to put ourselves in our students' shoes and try to understand what they feel and what they need. Okay, that's great, uh, Ismali. And, um, oh, great, Miriam says uh, she uses it a lot. Sorry if I confuse uh, male and female. I presume um, Miriam is a female, so I'll try to avoid that. Um, I've been using WhatsApp with my students, with all of my classes. I teach young learners, um, mostly junior high, which is from the age of, right now, from the age of 12 to the age of uh, 15. And... I have a WhatsApp a group for each of my classes, and each of my classes is also divided into groups, subgroups, so that uh, students also work with each other. So we have a main classroom, and which is our WhatsApp classroom where uh, we communicate together, and they're also subgroups that the students create. I usually divide my classes into uh, teams of four. And that's how I communicate. So for me, um, not being face-to-face -face with my students is no big deal because we're always connected uh, virtually through WhatsApp. So, uh, I can't go to school. Exactly. We can't go to school. So the thing is, how do we connect with them firstly before we think of the tools? We need to connect with our students. They need us. And right now, they need us more than many of us realize. I had a meeting, a virtual meeting with one of my classes yesterday, and I I let them speak so they can discuss how they feel. And then, of course, I, I'll tell you what we did because we did play games and, and they were learning, but they also had a chance to express themselves by speaking. Some of them had their webcams open, their cameras, but most of them spoke and they said that they need some kind of schedule a reason to wake up in the morning. And some of them were very concerned, they said, because and it's only been a couple of days, but they, they felt that 
you know, just doing assignments by themselves wasn't getting them up in the morning. They needed a schedule, an hour to wake up, to be with their teacher. Like in this classroom, you can have your students come in and then, of course, you can give them permission to talk. And as I said, all of you have permission to talk. So you can grab the mic. I can give it to you again. Okay, allow you all to speak. Okay, so everyone can speak. So feel free to speak if you have a, a mic at any time. It's okay. Um, so um, having a regular meeting with your students like this on GoBrunch or their other platforms is the first stage in order for you to see how they feel and then work together with them. Instead of working on their own, they need each other and they need you to work with. So WhatsApp is actually a good way to start, but you have to go beyond that. Are there any questions so far? Any question is good. And again, feel free to grab the mic. And I see someone here, Azuzi says, I use WhatsApp, but just with some students because, okay, yeah. So now you're thinking, how do we connect? Which is an excellent question. So maybe you can make suggestions. How do you think your school, and I guess you're not from the same area in Morocco, I presume, from different schools, how do you suggest that you can connect with your students? Because for WhatsApp, they need to invite each other. What I usually do is I get one or two students to invite their friends or their classmates. And everybody's an admin in the WhatsApp group so that they can invite because they have each other's phone numbers. So maybe one suggestion that I can think of, if you don't have the whole class, is to, with those that you do have, make them admin so they can add their fellow classmates. And Ishmael says, the problem is that I teach in remote village uh, and they don't have phones. That's an excellent question. And there's no physical contact right now, which um, makes it very difficult. Uh, so that they can't, they have to stay in their homes, or at least they have to keep a distance. So that might be a problem. Uh, what does the village have? Oh, I'm glad you can finally hear. And by the way, if you lose your audio at any point, you can refresh, go out and come back. That usually helps. Any suggestions to Ismail on the possibilities? Feel free to join in and offer suggestions. That's what learning online or learning remotely is about. It's about connecting, communicating, and supporting one another. It's not enough for a teacher. We don't have all the answers, but sometimes together we can come up with lots of answers. And the same goes for our students. 
our students can also help us. All we need to do is listen to them and also ask them, what do you suggest? You can ask in the village, for example, if you can connect with one person in the village, ask them for, for possible answers. What technology do they have in the village? If your students don't have phones, uh, maybe there are other ways of connecting. Go ahead. I see that. Ah, it's Mike. I thought it was one of the uh, participants. Thank you. I just lost your voice. Mike, it's, yeah, yeah, it just, it kind of trailed off. It's okay. Yes, now we can hear. Yes. 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 Yes, have one student open up his phone and um, and they could listen, maybe uh, have uh, the phone on loud and they can stay away because they don't forget, we have to stay away from one another. This is a horrible thing, but we need to distance ourselves from each other. So how, how do you resolve that problem of distancing, physical distance? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That sounds amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So, yes. Thank you for that offer. Okay. Any other suggestions or ideas on how to connect with students? Um, because that's the first thing you need to do, you need some way to gather your students. It's not enough to just send them an assignment. Um, remember, nobody um, can work on any assignment unless they feel that there's some kind of connection. Our human connections are very important, uh, even in this, um, you know, unfortunate um time with the coronavirus. Um, I think even now, maybe than ever before, we, we need to, um, to be able to speak to one another, to see one another, you know, through cameras. Um, maybe I should put myself out there since I'm not showing my camera. Okay, so there. Okay, I've got my camera open. So you know, it's it's important uh, for us to see each other, to see, you know, even to introduce people to where we live so they can see, you know, we're human beings. We, we are all people. It's not just voice, which is 
very important, but also um, to be able to see if we can't touch each other, at least we can see one another. So I know in remote villages, they may not have uh, all the facilities, but if one person has a camera, then they can get close together, but they can take turns speaking to the microphone like this, okay? It only takes one person and then they can uh, communicate. So that's the first step. Any other suggestions? And, and feel free to use the mic. This is your chance to practice um, and see what it feels like. It may feel uncomfortable the first time, but you know what? You can't go wrong. And as teachers, I think we, we are in a position where we have to take the first steps. We're the leaders. So as leaders, grab the mic. <laughs> and, um, and as far as the camera, I think I have to give you rights because I think only two cameras work on this system. So um, let me see if I can get Mubarak, uh, username Cam. Okay, let's see, Mubarak. Uh, this is how it's done. There, I found you. Okay, so now I can get Mubarak because it's one-on-one. -on -one. So Mubarak, um, can you show your camera? There you are. <laughs> okay, so, you know, it, it feels so good to be able to see one another, right, Mubarak? I've known Mubarak, by the way. I've known Mubarak for years. I don't even know how many years. <laughs> We've never met. <laughs> yeah, Mubarak is like my brother. Really, we're 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 one family. <laughs> but we've never met physically. We've never, you know, but that's right. That's right. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we're very close. And that I think that's the thing. You can get close to people, even at these times, by turning on the camera <laughs> and, by, and by speaking to one another.
Thank you, Mubarak. Um, yes, um, there are asynchronous and there's so many ways to connect, not live. I'm saying that that's not enough. Uh, Mubarak has given you uh, the option. There are many problems in the face-to-face, -face, but I suggest that those who have phones, and many of our students have their mobile devices, you don't need a computer to be able to connect. I think that uh, using our phones and connecting in real live time is very important for our students and for their schedule, their emotional well-being, and for, you know, keeping them mentally uh, focused because just giving assignments in a Google Classroom, or um, you don't need a Google Classroom for that, by the way, because if you're using Google Classroom, you need to have Gmail accounts. Um, but if you don't wanna use your Gmail accounts, students can work and you can do this on WhatsApp. You can have groups, you can have students working in very simple ways. They do not like computers for some reason. Uh, these are students around the world. They prefer their phones. They feel comfortable with their phones no matter where they are. And if they're in a remote village, there's always one person and it's possible to connect through that one person where everyone can write, even in a WhatsApp, you can take turns writing. So, um, as I said, that's my point of view. Of course, uh, you have a choice. Uh, there are many choices for teachers on how to go about connecting with their students. My way is uh, very, very specific, as uh, I mentioned. It's the humanistic way. It's not the uh, technology way. I've been using technology since 1993 with all my students and face-to-face -face and virtually online. And I see the problems uh, with having students do tasks. They're not motivated. They're not motivated to do tasks for grades or because the teacher or the school or the government tells them. We have to give them choices and not expect them to do things because we want them to do it. We want them to be willing learners. We want them to learn their whole lives. We don't want them to learn just because of a grade or because we tell them. We want them to be independent learners. And we want to show them the way. And I think that's the way. But of course, um, you have a choice. And uh, there are many ways. Tomorrow, tomorrow, not tomorrow, on the 22nd of, um, of the month, which I believe is next Sunday, I'm going to be giving a session on free tools. Okay, I'm going to be discussing free tools that you can use with your students to use online so that they can work in teams, so that students don't work alone but they work in teams and this really helps them. How do they work in teams? They use their phones or they can use the classroom and it could be Google Classroom, it could be Moodle, it could be any platform 
including Facebook, if they're older students, or any other platform, social network that you decide on. So the meeting tomorrow, I'm going to share the link with you. Not tomorrow, sorry, on the 22nd. Um, is on Zoom. It's another platform called Zoom. Mubarak, um, are you familiar with the meeting that I'm speaking about? Okay, so let me share it. I'll share it with you um, so that you can join. And that's going to be specifically about free tools for instruction and learning. And the meeting is on Sunday, March 22nd. It, of course, it will be recorded. So um, no worries if you can't make it. And, and it will, yeah, the time, you will get the time in your time zone exactly as it is if you register. Actually, in the registration form, which I'm going to share, let me just go back to class here. Okay, in the registration form, okay, there's the registration form. If you open it up, you'll be able to see the exact time wherever you happen to be, which is one of the features that I really like about Zoom. By the way, Zoom is also free. Right now, Mubarak and everyone, Zoom is free uh, above, beyond 40 participants. For K-12 teachers, teachers who teach in the public school system around the world, the CEO of Zoom has made this possible. So if you're Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's free. Um, Zoom, I had the form, I think I added it to Facebook. Zoom um, free for K-12. Let me see if I can find, you have to fill in a form. So I will, yeah, I think it's on Facebook right now. Um, if not, I'll share it with you, Mubarak, and you can share it uh, with the teachers um, later on. In any case, yes, it's free for all. I also applied, even though I have an account. It's free. Oh, I see someone's written there. I don't, sorry, I don't, I wish I could read Arabic, but I don't, um, has written, Hamza, Hamza, Hamza. Uh, it says that it's free for 100, for 40. Is that the new one? Because I think that the number, it should be unlimited, but it, no, I don't think, no, it's unlimited now. Hamza, Hamza, thank you, Hamza. It's unlimited now. That's what's new. I'll send the form to you. If you teach in the K-12, but you have to prove that you have an email with your school. K-12 means from kindergarten to grade 12. So it's from, I guess, from the age of five, uh, four, five to the age of um, 18. So that's one way. But in any case, um, 
tools come after connecting. We first of all have to figure out how do we connect. It's not that complicated. Like I said, you can use your WhatsApp. Most teachers do. Um, Mubarak, do you use WhatsApp with your students? No? Why is that? You're... Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Exactly. So you have the team as well. Yeah, I'm... I am going to talk about that too. That's also scheduled for, maybe you can also speak about it with me, Mubarak, on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's um, here. There it is. That's Teams Microsoft. Um, anyone can use it if you have a, um, I think, a Microsoft account. There are many ways. There are many free things these days, um, not just for um, Microsoft. There's also Apple has free collaborative tools. I'll be discussing that too. And you don't need to have an Apple um, device. You just need to have an Apple account. And then you can also enjoy a lot of free um, educational technology with your students. So Samir, I've given you, um, are you there? Samir, I think I also gave you uh, cam control. So Samir, you may speak. I believe I do I do it again? Let me try again. Samir. Okay, I'm going to try again there. Okay. You can speak now, I believe. Hi there. Oh, that's great. I have to refresh because I can't.
That's a great question. Uh, yes, that's the question that I was trying to answer, uh, Samir. Um, I didn't recognize your name. Sorry about that. Maybe I would recognize your face if I saw it. But I'm glad you uh, came to my sessions. I have a lot of them for anyone who's interested. You can spread the word. I usually um, um, advertise. I don't take, I don't charge money, but I usually publish what I do on Facebook. Um, what I tried to explain was because our students are not familiar uh, with uh, remote learning, as it's called now, we need to connect with them. And I think that's the first step so they can feel trust. Uh, it's going to be hard uh, to give them assignments and expect them to do it. They're just going to ignore us. I mean, I don't want to be the one that predicts what's going to happen, but I've had a lot of experiences with students over the years. And I know that if they don't feel that we're there, they're not going to do it. And we can start, you know, um, forcing them in different ways by sending messages that um, will lower your grade and so on, but that's not going to do it. They're going to feel very, very vulnerable and uncomfortable unless we they get our trust and we're there with them. They need to see us. And I'm wondering, Samir and others, how do you intend to connect with your students? How are you going to send whatever assignments you decide to send? How are you going to send them? How are you going to communicate with them? How are your schools built so they can communicate with their students? Um, I don't know. Do they send newsletters, emails? Do students have emails? What's the means of communication in the schools, in your schools? Yes, of course. 
I suggest in that case, Mubarak, that they that the teachers start with team, with Microsoft team, you know, and if let's say the first time only 10 students out of 40 come or, or even less, they'll spread the word. So you start small and then the students will um, connect. They do have connections with each other, I'm sure, through their phones. They'll be able to spread the word that there is a class meeting. But I think the first thing that should be done is to gather them into a room such as this as much as possible class by class before you start and then show them the technology that you want to use and how you're going to use it. You're going to have to connect with them like this. Even if you give, um, you know, Google Classroom or another classroom, you're still going to have an assignments. You're still going to have to gather them together to explain what you're going to do, because that's who we are as teachers. That's what we do. We are in front of the classroom. We explain what we're going to do, and then students go ahead and do it. So having a virtual room such as this, Go Brunch, uh, Team, WizIQ, um, you know, go to meetings, uh, Zoom, whatever, even, I don't know, they don't have Facebook. Kids, I mean, they don't like Facebook anymore. They can't use Facebook, but these days Facebook also has um, you know, a way of connecting students through um, through the phone. The idea is to connect with them, if not through emails, then through the phone. In some way, connect with them. They can connect with each other so that you have a live virtual meeting that could be recorded. That's fine. And then send to the students. What do you think, Mubarak? Would that work in Morocco for teachers? Is it possible? Is it possible to speak to the ministry? Would the ministry be? I mean, do you work with the ministry in Morocco, Ministry of Education? I see. Oh, it's too big. It's yeah. Are, are the teachers here from different areas? I, I know that um, um, some are from villages. So everybody spread out or are you close to each other geographically? Spread. Okay, so if you're spread, that makes it more difficult. Um, so how did you how did you connect, Mubarak? Are you... Um, a person that people can, um, you know, teachers can turn to?
I think the world now is going to realize that, um, well, we realized, Mubarak, many years ago, that um, online communication is part, you know, is is important because, I mean, how are we going to communicate, you and I? I mean, how would we have been able to become such good friends if it weren't, you know, for, for um, remote communication? I think there is the problem is, Mubarak, from, from my standpoint, is how to get to teachers that really, I mean, I've had teachers contact me and say, I need help. You know, I don't know how to do it. There's so many, but not everybody's willing to ask. Like you said, you know, um, you can't help those that you can't find. And if they don't find you, you know, and, and we'd love to help. We just, you know, we just don't know how to you know, where to find people. And I think Evo, Evo 20, you know, thank goodness that we had such a huge crowd from um, so many parts of the world, because at least those teachers, if those of you are not familiar, it's Electronic Village Online, that Mubarak and I are both um, coordinators and have been members for many years. Um, that's, that's what we do. We, um, you know, we promote uh, different technologies and we practice them in five weeks every year from January to February. So I think, um, you know, those teachers that joined are in a better place right now. So, and I hope that they're spreading the word. Uh, you know, this might be a good time to have Evo, you know, um, Evo, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Evo Special 2020? so that, you know, we could do something. What? <laughs> yes, 20 years. That's a long time. All right. So um, any other um, thoughts, um, suggestions, problems that you'd like help with? Feel free to, yeah. Very informal, yes, you should. Yeah, this is a chance. You know, I remember the first time, Mubarak, and I, I'll give the um, the mics again. I have to add this. Um, I remember the first time, it was in 2003, I was on Illuminate, a live online class such as this, and I was shaking. I was shaking. I mean, I, I, I you know, I was shaking all over. I mean, when I spoke, I'm sure I didn't shake, but I thought I was shaking. I was so scared. So it's understandable. Yes, hi there. Hi, Mike. What? Where does that come from? 
Where does that come from? <laughs> what do you, you know? Um, yes, I do. I, I, I do see it. I mean, I, I speak a few other languages, uh, second, well, not even second, foreign languages. And I still want to practice every chance I get, <laughs> even though I sound terrible. I sound terrible in those languages. But nonetheless, you know, uh, it's a chance to practice. Doesn't matter whether you're a teacher or whoever you are. You know, it's, um, nobody's going to criticize you, and nobody's going to evaluate you. We don't do that. You know, we're teachers. Teachers don't do. You know, you have to remember as teachers because we don't do that to our students. When our students make mistakes, do we laugh at them? Do we disrespect them? Or do we love them for speaking? right? We don't. We, we appreciate it. We're so happy when they speak with all their mistakes. Just speak. Thank you. You know, so uh, that's how we should feel. too. Nobody's going to criticize or feel anything. I mean, when people make mistakes, um, that's, that's how it is. You know, that's fine. Yes, you may speak. Uh, who's that? Um, I, I gave mics to everybody, but I'm not sure. Let's see if I can find a name in Arabic. Uh, Hamza, Hamza. Okay, Hamza. Yeah, sorry, I didn't remember that. That's bad. Okay, you see, I'm not that good. I, I, I'm also, I also have my faults. I, I should have remembered that. Hamza, but I don't see Hamza either. Wait, let me see. Hamza, Hamza. No, I don't see Hamza for some reason. Hamza with an H, right? No, I don't mean like that. I have to go through a list. You don't understand. Oh, I'm, okay, so I have to, oh, it's it's in Arabic. Okay, so this is, I just read Arabic. See, I did it. I found it in Arabic. How's that? Hi, Hamza. Okay, so we're waiting for Hamza. And anybody else, I'm going to give the mics to everybody. Okay, all mic there. So everyone, anyone, at any time, feel free to speak. Yeah, I heard you, Hamza. No, it's someone else. So maybe it's Hamza, ah, somebody's house. Okay, sorry, I don't see, no videos here, so I can't see what's happening. <laughs> Who? <laughs> so what's your real name what's your real name Ab your first name is Absam Absam Abdu yeah that's easier for me because I can see it 
Uh, see, my ears are, don't really remember Arabic. It's very hard. You have to you have to get your ears used to a language, eh? So, guys, if I speak Arabic, will you speak English? <laughs> and then you'll hear how bad I am, and you'll feel good. <laughs> I know, parlez-vous français? <laughs> okay. Okay. Je parle un peu. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's French-Canadian. We, we had to study French for, um, for many years, but it was, it was French-French. It was like uh, France-French, and because I'm from Toronto, from the English part, That's right. Yeah, they speak, that's right, Quebec. They speak quite differently. Their French is really old French, very... Um... Hi, Zamiriam. Oh, finally. We know each other, don't we, Miriam? Right? Hi there. Thank you, Miriam. Yeah, I think I noticed her. I know her. Yeah, I think I... What else did you participate in? That's great. Well, I hope um, you join the session on Sunday. It'll give you an opportunity to, um, to see what it's like to work uh, in another platform because we're gonna be using Zoom, which is uh, another platform. And uh, we'll be talking about different tools that you can use uh, with your students now and um, when you have them face-to-face -face because uh, you'll also uh, be able to use the tools afterwards. So they're not just for fully remote, but they're also for a combination of classroom and online. So I'm going to put the link in there again. You can click on it. And I hope to see a lot of people from Morocco. So I'm looking forward to seeing you. All right, so if there aren't any other questions or if you don't want to try um, the platform, Hisham, Hisham looks familiar. I'm looking at names to see if anybody, if I've seen anyone before, but I don't think so. What about um, Hisham? Is it? Yes, hi there. Hi, we heard you. And we lost you. 
Oh, it's Miriam. Okay, Mary, you wanted to say something else? Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I think um, Mubarak, you also speak French, don't you? I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you see, thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. My time is, is um, you know, is your time. In other words, for me, time, if I can help, then it's no time at all, if there is such a saying. So, yeah, this, uh, I believe this will be recorded. So, um, uh, may I share it? Um, Mubarak, is it okay if I share it with you and Okay, so as soon as um, it's ready, uh, they also notify you, by the way. This platform is quite nice. Um, you can also screen share and everything. Have you tried it, Mubarak? Oh, why? What do you mean? For Go Brunch? No, I'm talking about Go Brunch. Yeah, uh, the, the meetings aren't recorded. So yes, uh, you have to create a webinar. And then it's recorded, but otherwise, I don't even know how many you can have in a meeting. I think the numbers are less, I'm not sure. For the meetings or the webinars? Yes, I know. No, but I thought it was just for the webinars, not for the meeting. I thought the meetings were smaller. So, so it's the same or they're smaller? Oh, they are smaller. Okay. So the webinars, yeah, the webinars are up to 400 plus, I think maybe five, they say 500. But in any case, uh, you can screen share. And I'm not sure if other people can screen share. I think it's only the the one who organizes can screen share. So this, this is very much like a typical classroom where, you know, the students are at the bottom, the teachers can be, well, you can be anywhere you want, but it's, it's a very, it's very classroom uh, based structure. 
Uh, the teacher gives permissions. You know, there are no drawing tools. Like I prefer Zoom because Zoom is more open and it's more, um, it's not a lecture type, even though you can have lectures. This is more of a lecture type of platform. Yeah, they're always there. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I'd like to also thank support. And uh, last time, Richard the CEO also came to our meeting. I had a meeting a few days ago and he also came, which was very nice. Uh, thank you, Miriam. And thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you, Miriam. I hope to see you in Evo and on Sunday. This is for everyone. Join us. Um, I give a lot of free, by the way, this is for everyone. I give a lot of free online uh, workshops. They're all free on this website called Moodle for Teachers. It's a Moodle platform and everything that's there is completely free. So if you would like to give a free course for other teachers, this is from Mubarak too. If you want to give a free course, you can do it on Moodle for Teachers because everything there is free. And it's Creative Commons so that um, you can use whatever is there for your own, you know, for your own work. So yeah, keep that in mind. It's a Yeah, we started in two, I started in 2009 to give free online workshops on how to use Moodle, but how to use other technologies, not only about Moodle. So if any of you need a platform, if you're interested in for your students to have a platform, you can have a free Moodle if you want to use Moodle platform on this Moodle site. Moodle is a website that has a course management system on it. So if you're interested, as long as it's free, because um, I don't let teachers take money uh, on this platform. So it's free to use as long as you give courses for free. All right. So um, if you're interested, let me know. I also will help you. Um, if you're not familiar with Moodle, I will help you use the platform and how to use it. So Mubarak, if you want to come back and use Moodle with your students, I will help you refresh, no problem. What I usually do, Mubarak, is I throw teachers in the water and then they have no choice but to swim. <laughs> none of my teachers, none of my teachers have drowned. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm always there. <laughs> I'm always available to help. <laughs> so, all right. So thank you, everyone. Um, thank you for coming.
And um, there, so you can see that I'm a real person. Thank you, guys. Bye. Have a good day and stay safe. That's right. Stay safe. Stay safe. Protect your family. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. Thank you, Mubarak, for organizing this. Thank you. Yes, I will. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Nellie Deutsch on Facebook. You can join Nellie Deutsch. You'll see everything will be there. Okay. So 